You are now listening to Vaulting the Walt, a direct-to-sequel podcast. I don't know what you were expecting. Um, uh, I guess ex- I guess it was related to the pod. Related to it, but the pod. Pod. Got it. <laughs> what did you text me today? You said you said po- oh, just podcast. I thought it was funnier. I just like when you capitalize <laughs> pod. It's two separate words. Podcast. <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah we certainly do have a podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you want to repeat what you just told me uh before oh that you broke me as a person and i gave aladdin king of thieves 2.5 and a heart i gave it a heart i did too it's a it's a heart movie it's enjoyable it is a heart movie and for people who don't know we're talking about letterbox Letter mm-hmm. wait, letterbox. People always make fun of how I say it. How do you say it? I say letterbox D sometimes, and people get <laughs> mad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's I wrong. Say, like, I just say like letterboxed. You know, it's like E D. I mean, it's not an E, but you know, it's like. To me, I just see letterbox, and then I'm like D. There's D. just a D. <laughs> and also, like somebody typoed, and they they were just too afraid to fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it feels. <laughs> been that way for like five years now or however long this website's been on it's a good website for any of you who um are into film you can get on here all the films covered on this podcast are on letterbox also a list that mm-hmm. i compiled of all of mm-hmm. them but what is this podcast katie oh it's i think it's your turn to introduce us oh shit that was <laughs> that would have been great if i'm I didn't. sorry I, I ruined the bit what is this podcast sam well i'll tell you sam <laughs> Welcome to Vaulting the Wall, a direct-to-sequel podcast. I'm Sam, and I know nothing. And I'm KT, and I know a little bit more. We're here to discuss those great and many varied direct-to-video sequels to classic Disney movies. This week, we'll be taking a look at Aladdin and the King of Thieves from 1996, the sequel to um, Return of Jafar, which was 1994, and Mm -hmm. the third in the trilogy of Aladdin movies, which began in 1992. This is the closer. This is the final one. Uh, I feel like that helps the movie, but we'll get into that later. Yes. This is our goodbye to Aladdin. Uh, You know, first two Disney sequels straight out of the bat, both Aladdins, and then Jasmine shows up again later. What? Yes. Well, you know, there's like, there's a thing. We'll get into it. There's a, a failed franchise, um, or series that the DTV uh, folks do that is that fails to launch later on uh, for various reasons that we will get into later. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the last time we see Aladdin really like as a big story. Yeah. Um, Cause this is also w- functioning as the closer of the TV show. Yes. Oh, and um, straight up the bat, two corrections from last week. Uh, I forgot to mention, I tweeted this out on Twitter. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a Twitter Give us a follow there. It's at Vaulting the Walt. But I tweeted out, I forgot to mention the Timon and Pumbaa TV show. So there are four uh, TV shows based on Disney Renaissance movies. Aladdin, like uh, this suggests, The Little Mermaid, Hercules, and Timon and Pumbaa, which was the wackiest of all four. <laughs> and some other housekeeping we have to get into here. We got fan art, y'all. Oh, we did, yes. We have received some fan art that combines things a couple of bits a couple of funny little bits from Mm -hmm. our first two episodes it combines the scooby-dooby-doo let your body turn to goo 
um, from the Fox and the Hound episode with me pronouncing Iago, Iagu in the last episode. And then me saying he's blue. Yes. We had a fan recolor Iago to be mm-hmm. blue to reflect my inability to pronounce words. So mm-hmm. forever it'll be captured in audio and through fan art that I can't say things. Mm-hmm. So just, yeah. just want to let you guys know there's now a high bar. We have fan art. So mm-hmm. not to brag. I'm not trying to brag here, but. Dooby 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 doo. Let your body turn to you, Iago. Let's let your Iago turn to Iago. Mm-hmm. His evil twin brother. Or I yeah. guess he'd be a good twin brother, wouldn't it? Iago's already kind of the evil twin. Yeah, yeah. Iago, he's problematic. I'll say it. He he uh he makes some uh, missteps this movie after not, being redeemed. I just realized I shouldn't say that. He's not actually problematic. He's just an evil little bird. <laughs> just yeah, he's got a lot in his hands. <laughs> or I guess wings. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weird how they treat him like a person, but I guess that's cool. If he speaks, he can be treated like a person. Yeah, he's one of the gang. You know, he's going on wacky adventures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess we should pick off where we left off last week. Uh, so The yeah. Return of Jafar came out uh, in 1994, and it was a smash hit. I cannot find verifiable details on this. It's only on Wikipedia and mentioned in an LA Times article from 1996 when they announced that they were making a... Uh, King of Thieves, but at least at the time of that article, and according to Wikipedia, Return of Jafar is the 14th best-selling VHS tape in the U.S. Wow. In, like, history. Wow. It was a big hitter. People loved the Jafar. And this movie, I think, is, like, 24th best-selling. It's in the top 25, at least according to Wikipedia. So, you know, and I can't find, like, where they got that number from, but it hasn't been taken off of Wikipedia yet. (laughs) So, you know... Hey, I'll trust a random person editing some Disney data. Jafar was a wild success, and it kind of launches Disney's idea. More of these direct-to-video sequels. And in 1995, uh, King of Thieves is greenlit, and it comes out a year later. And like Sam said, it is the finale to the Aladdin TV series, which was running in the meantime. I mean, it it, it works as a finale. You know, it feels pretty final. We'll get into it. It feels pretty final. Oh, and one thing, other thing I should mention. The success of The Return of Jafar launches a section of the Disney company called Disney Video Premiere, which is headed by Sharon Morrill, which is a name that we will come Mm. back to quite a lot in this series because she's kind of... She's running the whole thing, basically. She is like the queen of the Disney sequels. I'm assuming the company that they use for this stuff gets started with this one, right? Because it had like a different um, production house name at the opening. Yes. So from I'm a little I'm still a little shaky on it. But from what I can tell, there's a company called Disney or a section of the company called Disney Movie Tunes, which also their first movie is actually the DuckTales movie. And this is the second, or Return of Jafar is their second movie. And, but I think that is under the view of Disney television animation. So that's kind of why it's in the similar house. Uh, Sherrod Morrill is actually the director of specials in Disney television animation. And then after this movie, she gets, or actually after Return of Jafar, uh, they create a new division called Disney Home, or sorry, Disney Video Premiere, which Morrill is the head of. And then a little, a year later in 1997, 
the TV group splits into two separate groups under Walt Disney Television, uh, Disney Telefilms, which is live action output, and Walt Disney TV Animation, which is further split into Disney Movie Tunes and Disney Video Premiere. It's a little complicated. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, it's a I don't lot. Know if I'm, I don't know if my brain's fully processed that, <laughs> but I'm sure it will by the next episode. Don't worry, yeah, folks. It, the more we go on, the more uh, it kind of gets streamlined. And the more, unsurprisingly, the more the movies are successful, the more independence they get from uh, the Disney television sector. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we get more specific into King of Thieves? Yeah, let's get into King of Thieves. Good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. Oh, 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 she's saying it. I'm saying, she's saying it. it, folks. Um, yeah, it's good. I liked it. I don't know. Um, I bumped Aladdin up to a 3.5 because it'd be weird <laughs> if I gave this a 2.5, then Aladdin a 3. Um, That'd just be a little weird. I was waffling um, between this, between 2.5 and a 3 for a while. I kept going oh, really? back and forth. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I was like, I can't give this a three. <laughs> I was between a, I'll be honest, I was between a two and a and a two point five. But makes sense. I'm always a little warmer on animated output than you are. Um. Okay. Not a. I like a lot of animated movies. I think it was just. I was trying to think what what my issues were. Well, maybe I'll be reminded throughout. But yeah, by the end of it, I was like, I cannot deny this. This is. This is a work of cinema. I got to give it a 2.5. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a marked um, improvement from the first movie or the first sequel. Yeah, it doesn't hurt me to watch. No, I didn't have a headache after I watched it. I felt happy. Yeah. I don't think you mentioned it on the last episode. But you... Oh, yeah. I had a massive headache after watching Return of Shafar. <laughs> Understandably so. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay, yes, and, uh, the housekeeping thing. So last episode, I uh, mistakenly said that Jasmine gets a solo in this movie, and I was wrong. I have egg on my face. I misremembered. There is a song she starts singing and has um, sings by herself for quite a bit for Aladdin joins in that I think I misremembered as a solo. Yep, uh, Aladdin comes in and mm-hmm. steals the solo away from Jasmine. <laughs> he makes it a duet. Oh, and uh, this movie was also produced by, or it was animated by Walt Disney Japan and Australia. So this was a two-hander again. Last episode, I also said it was one animation house, but that doesn't come till later. So we have the two teams working together again. It looks better this time. The animation is better. Was Return of Jafar the first time that they collabed like that? I'm not sure. I. It's possible that they did that for the DuckTales movie. Okay. I was just curious because it would make sense why it'd be rockier and then get a little better, you know, if they mm-hmm. hadn't really oh, yeah. done it before. Um, okay, well, this is interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we got some breaking news, guys. <laughs> some breaking news. Wikipedia, I think, has it wrong because they just say Return of Jafar was Australia, but I know from interviews it was also Japan. Breaking news, mm. folks. Okay, this so. This is breaking news. The Wikipedia is wrong. Who's <laughs> the thought? DuckTales is just France, at least according to Wikipedia, but we know their track record on this. Um, <laughs> and But in between Return of Jafar and King of Thieves, we have a Goofy movie. What? The Goofy movie? It's so Goofy. Oh, a Goofy movie. It's Goofy. He has a son. He has a <laughs> son. You got to <laughs> think about Goofy. Well, I won't say it. Never mind. That one's, and that one's a three-hander. That's France, Australia, and Canada. A Goofy wonder, movie? 
yeah. the theatrically released one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, it looks good. I guess, well, it was theatrically released. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. So far, the only things I've seen that have multiple animation studios was Return of Jafar, <laughs> so my bar's a little low. That's understandable. Uh, also, of a note about this animation process. Well, they announced it, so who knows how long they were working on it um, beforehand, before they announced it, at least, but they announced it in 1995 with the addendum that uh, Robin, Robin Williams was back as the genie to everyone's relief, which I think is a big reason why this movie works more, uh, it, under the requirements that he have a $1 million salary and a written apology from a Disney executive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, That's, and if you're curious as to why Robin Williams uh, dropped out in the first place, uh, I would recommend watching Lindsay Ellis's video on it. Yeah, it's a really good uh, it's a good covering video. all the details. We will post the link later. Um, but it's a great video looking into that kind of period of Disney history. So he's back. Uh, and oh right, so the animation, he's back. And apparently they had already started working on it under the assumption that Dan Castlanetta would be back. So when Williams said he was back, they had to reanimate all of the genie stuff and rewrite it. To fit yes. Williams. They scrapped everything Dan had done. Mm-hmm. And this movie comes out a year later. <laughs> so Williams is back on and they have to reanimate and rewrite all of his stuff. And the movie comes out a year later, which is kind of baffling that they managed to do that. Or do, I mean, I guess it shows they knew what they were doing this time because it looks a lot better than Return of Jafar as well. Yeah, it does. It looks way better this time. Uh, I'm really surprised by that timeline because... You know, animation, it's hard to... Hard, hard to yeah. do. Uh, what else should we start? Also, uh, so King of Thieves is, as we've mentioned multiple times now, is the uh, second sequel to Aladdin. Uh, and this one, they actually, like Aladdin itself, it is based on a tale from uh, the Arabian Nights collection. What's actually called that? Yeah, sorry, uh, or 1001 Nights, uh, which is a collection of various Middle Eastern folk tales. Middle Eastern, oh. yeah, Middle Eastern folk tales. Do you know about that, Sam? I did not know that. Is that, yeah. that where the... Yeah, but no, yeah. So it's Arabian Nights, right? That's the whole thing with Aladdin. So do you know, like, the kind of... It's a frame narrative. It's been brought into European culture as a frame narrative uh, where this queen who is newly married, her name is Shirazadi. I think I said that right. Apologies if I did not. Uh, is just married. And the sultan says, well... I only keep a wife for a day, so I'll have to kill you the next day. And she doesn't want to die, understandably. Yeah, makes sense. But she devises a way to stay alive by telling the sultan a new tale every night. Oh. Uh, and he, you know, he wants to know the end of the story, so he keeps her alive. And the, the, the thing is that she says it for a thousand and one nights, which is why it's called One Thousand and One Nights. <laughs> huh. That's, um... Sounds like an abusive relationship, but it's a yeah, yeah, it's not good great. storytelling uh, <laughs> of, um, yeah. device, I guess. But so um, Aladdin is one of the more famous tales from it, as is Ali Baba and the Forty Thieves, which is uh, what this is based off of, and is uh, also Sinbad. Um, oh, quite a collection. During research, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during research for this as well, apparently Sinbad 
was attempted, or the TV show wanted to explore Sinbad, but Eisner said no because we might do a movie on it. And then a few years later, uh, guess who does a Sinbad movie? Uh, DreamWorks. Um, it was headed by a uh, Mr. Katzenberg, who was yep. at Disney, uh, but then who left. Just another uh, ants and bugs life situation. Uh, but yeah, so that's what 40 Thieves is based on. I mean, it's very loosely based on. There's not a lot of what stays the same. I'll point out similarities, but it's because the much like Aladdin. It's the ending in the story is any of that stuff in there or is that just no it's really more like elements so i guess we can start so this movie opens with a group of thieves going to kind of sneak into agrabah and they're hiding in a bunch of wicker baskets that's from the story okay yeah yeah you see these hooded figures getting into baskets that are um like on camels and, and crates and all just being brought through the city um and why are they sneaking in to get to the Oh, because there's a party here in Agrabah. Agrabah. Everybody's showing up. Yep. It is. uh, And what is the party for? Aladdin and Jasmine are finally, you know, they're... Finally getting hitched. Yeah. I was trying to think of the term, but I couldn't remember. I I don't. (laughs) You botched it. It's all right. Um, Yeah. Aladdin and Jasmine are finally getting married after uh, two movies and a TV series. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. all... No, I, you know, they wanted to make sure it was true, and I commend mm-hmm. them for yeah. it. You know, I, out of all the Disney couples, they maybe had the longest dating period. Yeah, I think probably another right. Another, I don't think another one would until Tangled, because the Tangled series kind of does the same thing. I thought they get married at the end of the movie. Uh, well, so at the end of the movie, they say that they're engaged. Oh. And then there's the Tangled short where they do get married, and there's wacky hijinks involving the rings. Uh, but basically, the TV series takes place in between the movie and then the short. Oh, okay. Yeah, she wakes up one day and her hair is back, and she's like, what's this about? And they have to go on a, this adventure. I think the TV series ends with them getting engaged or married as well, but I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, it's a similar thing where they kind of have high adventures before they get married, which is good. That's a nice thing. Does Shrek get married at the end of Shrek? <laughs> uh, have you seen Shrek? <laughs> I've seen Shrek. Uh, like, I just, yeah, because Fiona's about to marry uh, Farquaad, and I know that's not Disney. I don't want people to think I'm an idiot. I just thought it'd be funny if I asked. <laughs> it'd be funny if you just mentioned Shrek. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves when I mention Shrek because then they uh-huh. get me b- being angry about Shrek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they get married at the end of Shrek. Shrek two opens with their honeymoon. Oh, that's right, and there's wacky hijinks. That's not. Mm-hmm. Fun. And there's it's a Little terrible. Mermaid reference, actually. But yes. anyways, we're not here to talk about Shrek or the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Thank God. We're here to talk about Aladdin, King of Thieves. So there's a group of thieves coming in in Agrabah because there's a whole, all the wedding presents are coming in, basically. Right. And all yes. these wealthy guests are coming to see Aladdin and Jasmine say I do, etc. This is all, you know, this is all kinetic and like action of genie singing the song and flying through the town so you're seeing everything you're getting all the info through this opening song just through visuals mostly and a few lines mm-hmm. here and there it's way better mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a better opener <laughs> yeah compared to Iago and also just an opener of forces running like it opens on the song pretty much which is great it's high energy yeah we also get a little it's mostly the genie uh showing off we also get a yes. little uh little like reprise within the song kind of uh we cut to aladdin back in his hideout uh Mm -hmm. expressing his doubts about getting married and having a family for the first time and the reason he's expressing these doubts is because he 
didn't have a father and mm-hmm. he feels like he doesn't know how family works and he's afraid. What if he doesn't know what to do? Yeah, he's afraid. And he also reveals the existence of a dagger yes. <laughs> left to him by his father for the first time. Not mentioned in the other two movies, but it's been there the entire time. For having such a long dating period, you think he would have talked about this. Mm-hmm. No, but he, he only starts freaking out about it on the day of his wedding. Yeah. And so Genie makes some jokes about cold feet. He makes a joke mm-hmm. that the reason Aladdin doesn't want to get married is he wants a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a joke to Carpet. He's carpet... a stripper. Yeah, okay, he, he's not he's a stripper. A... He, he, he makes himself into a giant cake and pops out of it. But Yes. And then he he has a a pitcher of something in his hand and and he's holding it out and Carpet goes to grab it and he goes, no, 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 you're our designated flyer. So uh, I I wanted to note that because mm-hmm. they they allude to alcohol right here. Oh, they allude to a lot of genie alludes to a lot. In this movie. Yeah, I think I wrote I later. He I, I I wrote down that happens during the wedding. That uh, it's a bit. Yeah, he makes some. It's like, geez, genie, put button it up a little this is this for is the a kids. Good movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it, it kind of cuts straight to then. Uh, genie's freaking out. He's like, your comfort band, or sorry, your comfort button doesn't match. And Aladdin's like. Genie, we're at the wedding. <laughs> you kind of zoom out and everybody's looking at him. Like, you know, all the guests are there. They're in some pavilion. Aladdin is at the altar. Makes an Alice in Wonderland reference because he becomes like the rabbit. He's like, oh no, I'm late. Yeah. I'm late. I'm late. Yeah, I, we, I'm going to preface this now. This movie, Genie goes off the wall with Disney references. So oh, the, yeah. the white rabbit is the second one. At the end of There's a Party Here in Agrabah, he, did, he does like the Tinkerbell uh, wonderful world of Disney thing where he kind of zooms out. Scary. The logo of the movie appears and he's Tinkerbell and he like taps it, right? That's the first one. And then he does this white rabbit thing. It's, they're all, they're all over the place. That's it for now. But there's a lot later. Like it's, There's also a lot of references to very 90s uh, pop culture mm-hmm. in this one. Mm-hmm. Like a lot more than the original Aladdin, I feel. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I almost wonder... So I was also reading about the TV series that apparently they wanted to make a lot more references with the genie and Disney legal would always go, no, we don't want to get in trouble for that. And it feels like for this, they just like, all right, Williams is back. We'll just let him do whatever he wants. There's no holding back. Uh, He makes, I mean, I can't remember where they are exactly, but there's a Forrest Gump reference. There's a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Referencing himself. Gosh, how how deep will he go? Um, there's a lot that he makes that I don't even understand. They're too niche. Yeah, me neither. He makes like pretty. He makes like joke about the whole movie being brought to you by sand, and it does a cutaway to sand. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I like that. He, should we mention the? Should we mention the one? The one. Oh. Yeah, some of the I'll say some of the references that we did understand have not aged super well, referencing uh, certain people whom uh, we do not want to support anymore. <clears throat> yes, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. You can, uh, yeah. So yeah, but it's back. I mean, honestly, it is really great to have Williams back again. Even it's great. It, it adds so much. It adds a different energy to it that. Yeah. It feels weird that like he was late to coming to this because the whole movie has a way more slapstick feel and it feels like they did that because of Williams, but obviously he came later, so 
the movie already had that vibe. I'm guessing it's just because it was home video that they were like, I don't know, let's just make it more fun. <laughs> yeah, I think they definitely have a lot more fun with it. And I, I the, the whole thing with it being the end of Aladdin as well, I think they can have a lot more leeway in what they're doing. Um, once again, I found a note from the a note from the creator of the series. Uh, so he also worked on the Hercules TV series a few years later, and he said that he learned a lesson with Aladdin in that it's too hard to do a series after a happy ending and after a character has gone through his major character arc. And I think right. because this is an ending, you can kind of open up something again and have it end or have a finality to the end that's easier to do than setting up a whole series like you had to do with Return of Jafar. Yeah, because... Return of Jafar kind of to me felt like, all right, like this is exactly what I expected. It's just kind of like going through the motions. It feels like it definitely has mm-hmm. a feel of set, just table setting. Mm-hmm. And it's odd. I mean, yeah. And it, the whole movie revolves around Iago and Iago is in a way the main focus of the movie, but he's also not at all because it's only an hour and you have to get in all your Aladdin moments and Jasmine mo- moments as well. Yeah, and this one, we should say, is what, like 10 minutes longer, right? With credits, um, it becomes 20 minutes longer, I think. Yeah, I think it's its total runtime is an hour and 27 minutes, and I think there's six minutes of credits. So it's definitely longer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Chunkier. Yeah. Speedier, and that's good. I wouldn't honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it being a little bit longer. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either because this one has like stuff to it. Like I was like while yes. watching it, I was, I I didn't just feel like I was. I don't know. I didn't. I felt nothing during Turn of Jafar. Just um, mm-hmm. pain is mostly what mm-hmm. I felt. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, yeah. The the thing with Aladdin's dad is an interesting pivot. It's you know it's a bit of this you know sequel thing of like oh now you mentioned a dad that you have never mentioned before. Um, yeah. But Aladdin is the main character again. We really, there's not, I feel like there's less of a uh, emphasis to spend time with characters you maybe don't care about or don't need. And we are really with Aladdin. Yeah. His struggle and dealing with return, spoiler alert, the return of his father and trying to reconcile his past with his future. Where we were in the story, they're oh, yeah. they're getting ready for the wedding. Um, mm-hmm. the, the thieves start to break out of their baskets around here mm-hmm. and they start well you know you're just cross-cutting between the wedding and the thieves getting out and introduced to both the king of thieves who yes. we we don't see his face yet we just see his eyes and some eyebrows and this kind of he seemed like the second in command of the king of thieves or sorry the yeah. four, to be clear the king of thieves is the king of the 40 thieves mm-hmm. uh, and the second in this guy with the claw whose name is saluk Yes, yeah, very grumpy, and he has, um, like, what is it called? Like, um, what are the thing? Knuckle, claw knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Wolverine situation, kind of, but not homegrown, not like bumping out of his knuckles. Uh, and he's ang- he seems to be a little bit angry at the King of Thieves for some reason. Yes, and okay, they 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 devise this plan to disrupt the wedding so mm-hmm. they can get to the loot. And so the wedding's like, you know, going fine. Jeannie's doing semantics. Antics. Yeah. The wedding appears to be going fine. Jasmine comes out. She looks great. Her wedding dress. Jeannie's crying into carpet, blowing his mm-hmm. nose into him. And then all of a sudden, uh, the 40 thieves cause a bit of a ruckus. They unleash an elephant onto the uh-huh. wedding. Uh-huh. And 
And this it, is when uh, Jeannie says, uh, I, you know, they're, you know, it's, it's a strange wedding. I don't know different wedding traditions around. I'm not very familiar with different wedding traditions around the world, but there's no priest there. They're just kind of standing right. there holding hands, looking at each other. Um, did you write the, down the joke? Cause I wrote I it. Uh-huh. I wrote okay. it down. The Be earth careful. starts to shake. And then Jeannie goes, I thought the earth was supposed to move during the honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, <laughs> Jeannie, come on, man. Children's movie. <laughs> and it, I mean, a kid probably wouldn't get it, but it's still very, wow. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't believe he said that. I think my jaw dropped a little. <laughs> yeah, mine too. I was just like, Robin, what? I was like, did you put that in the script, Robin? Were you like, we got to make this movie more horny? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, well, we, soon, we soon find out that it is indeed not the honeymoon either. It's just a giant elephant. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the, we get a montage of the 40 thieves uh, pickpocketing all the wedding guests uh, yeah, it's, meanwhile, pretty, it's, it's pretty cool honestly how they do it like, kind of wacky yeah they each have their own yeah. thing um, oh and then meanwhile sorry uh, the 40 thieves are um, pickpocketing the wedding guests and chaos is ensuing uh, Jeannie for some reason has not just like snapped his fingers and gotten the elephant away. Uh, yeah, the he's, <laughs> he's like holding up the building for some reason. That's how they yeah. handicapped him here. Uh-huh, but it's like, it's can not. you just wish it? <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, I better do something about this. And I was like, oh, he's going to like, you know, snap the elephant away or put the ceiling back together. But instead he just holds it up and you go, well, okay. Uh, I think this is an issue that Aladdin never really gets around just kind of the issue of like what do you do when you have an all-powerful genie who can exactly. solve all your problems um but the king of thieves in the meantime has sneaked off to the wedding presence and he's looking for a very specific something iago is also there because uh, as we learned and there's a party here in agrabah he's just really here for all the presents yeah he still has a little evil streak even though mm-hmm. he's friends with them now he still mm-hmm. just wants that treasure he's a parrot who loves some gold uh and then aladdin apprehends the king of thieves like well, you know stop rifling through my wedding presents yeah because he's trying to find the scepter sweet the strange scepter uh, he doesn't get it aladdin successfully uh you know pushes him off uh, in the meantime genie uses the elephant as a leaf blower to get the 40 thieves away yeah he, he goes like oh i guess i should stop holding the the ceiling uh-huh. he literally says something like that and it's like yes because so much of the ceiling has fallen away that there's no point of him even holding up yeah so mm-hmm. he's just like oh i guess i'll stop <laughs> uh jasmine so. punches some people it's great there's mayhem eventually the mayhem stops though and the pavilion is ruined and genie says okay i'm gonna rebuild it but we also have learned about this scepter which they're kind of like why does he want this one and iago asks a question and what do we get? An oracle coming mm-hmm. out of the scepter. Oracle comes out of the scepter. She is all-powerful and all-knowing. And all of a sudden, we know why the King of Thieves wanted this scepter. We know yes. yeah, we know why it's powerful, at least. Uh, Iago wastes his wish. Mm-hmm. Um, Which he's not happy about. And then, so it gives Aladdin... He's Aladdin and Jasmine are like pondering, like, oh, what do we do with this? Like, this is so much mm-hmm. power. You get one wish to anything in the mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. And the Oracle does the great thing that like kind of all like all knowing things do is like after she gives her speech of, you know, you can only ask me one wish. She kind of like leaves, a, she like dangles a little hint, like maybe you should ask me about this, <laughs> even yeah. though nobody's asked her a question. Uh, so she kind of dangles that like, oh, I don't know, maybe your father 
is alive. And Aladdin's like, what? I thought he was dead. Yeah. And so kind of gives him this idea of like, oh, perhaps I could ask him something. I don't know. So he goes off and then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't ask. They don't ask the Oracle the question yet. They, you know, they put her away. And she's, I really like the Oracle. I think this was my one of my favorites as a kid. Um, and I think the Oracle imagery has to do with that and some later stuff in the movie. Yeah, it's something new to the Aladdin mm-hmm. movies, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it kind of makes you like think about it more. And it makes me go like makes me wonder if the TV show did anything like that, because it Genie like tells him about it. He's like, yeah, that's an Oracle. And it makes you go like, oh, is there like more like mythos here? Like, is there more stuff you can dive into in this Yes. world from what i remember the tv show really dives into different mythos um and different kind of like magical artifacts which ties in with the macguffin of this movie or what macguffin ends up being but yeah and then we get so we get the jasmine not jasmine solo song called yes out of thin air which is basically her comforting saying like you know even though you weren't raised by your parents you weren't you didn't just become this great guy out of thin air they had some impact on you right and, um, oh, let me should be clear. They did not get married. They were interrupted. They are not husband and wife yet. And this is, this is like a running gag in the movie. Is when are they going to get itched, finally? So then during the last bits of the song, Aladdin's going like, well, maybe I should just see my dad real quick, you know, mm-hmm. before we get married. And Jasmine's get like, whatever shot. you need. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. It is. This is one of my critics, or I guess disappointments in the movie, I guess, is that you don't get a lot of Jasmine. Yeah, you don't. She's just kind of like, do whatever you need, sweetie. Like, I don't know. I just want to get married. (laughs) The nice focus of, like, Aladdin is good. It makes narrative sense. And, it, you know, you're not having to, like, cut constantly back and forth between Jasmine, really. Um, But it comes at the expense of being like, oh, I wish we spent more time with Jasmine, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess they, I guess DTV kind of remedi- remedies that um, later on, but it's not satisfying. Uh, yeah. So that's like yeah, that's like one of the big things I kind of pointed. I, I was thinking about is that I wish we got more um, like Jasmine thoughts on it as well. And there is one point where they do cut back to her, and she says, "Oh, geez, I hope Aladdin's okay." And I feel like that would yeah. have been a great time to explore her anxieties about getting married. Um, but we yeah. don't. The movie is less than ninety minutes. Uh, so we must continue on. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But and I think I I have a feeling that direct to video stuff they might not have. The intentions might be like, like okay, what what audience likes Aladdin? Okay, let's focus on that audience. Let's get it mm-hmm. together. Let's like really just compound it down to like the most basic elements we can. Yeah. and make it, it fun and it, yeah and it's successful this movie fits a lot into its short runtime yeah but i don't know maybe they saw it maybe they see aladdin more as like a boys thing even though that's yeah especially in the 90s yeah not great but yeah yeah yep 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 well i guess the remake kind of addressed that somewhat successfully yeah. um but yeah so aladdin says you know okay they bring out the oracle staff again and he asks the oracle where his dad is and the Oracle tells him, follow the 40 thieves and you will find him. He, and the Oracle phrases it as your father is trapped by them. Or um, does she phrase it like that? Or does Aladdin just interpret that? Maybe he just interprets it. She right. might just, it, it probably, yeah, it makes more sense for her to do. Yeah. Someone but says that, though. Yeah. 
Aladdin definitely is like, oh, my father's been captured by the 40 thieves for the past 20 years of my life, or however however old Aladdin is. Um, yeah. And so he goes after the 40 thieves. And yeah, like you said, Jasmine said, I'll be here when you want. We'll get married when you get back. You know, like we, you, you should see this through before we get married. She's a supportive fiance, which is always good. And uh, he follows the 40 thieves. He finds them pretty quick. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. they're just around the corner pretty much. Um, yeah. Then... It's kind of nice. A genie doesn't accompany. Uh, genie's not with him. It's just him, Iago. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, you did it. Oh, look at here. Who said, who said Iago? Who said it this time, huh? Spending too much time with you. Uh, but it's just <laughs> him and, <laughs> and Iago and Abu. And they're following the 40 thieves. And this is this is like the second part when uh, the reference tale of Alibaba and the 40 thieves really comes into play. Uh, they're standing, you know, he kind of, he thinks he's cornered them because they're just standing in front of a bunch of water. And he's like, oh, well, they've got nowhere to go. But all of a sudden yeah. the king says, open sesame. And the water yeah. splits and they run off to their secret hideout. So the open sesame is from the original Alibaba uh, tale. Oh. Yeah, that's where that comes from, open sesame. Yeah. It's they follow through like Moses and the Bible or whatever. <laughs> it is, it is very Prince of Egypt, and there's actually the music cues in this also sound very Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt comes out two years later, uh, but this kind of like parting the water scene also reminds me how just how crazy that scene, crazy good that scene looks in uh, Prince of Egypt. All and right, how... we get it. You want me to watch Prince of Egypt? <laughs> it's a good movie, Sam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so they part the water, and then, you know, Aladdin follows, and they're kind of chasing away as, you know, to get, you know, sneak in before it closes. Iago loses his tail feathers for a hot second, and he immediately puts them back on, which is disappointing, because I kind of wanted him to not have his tail feathers for the rest of the movie, you know? I I didn't. It looked disgusting. (laughs) Get get those feathers back on that bird. (laughs) I was like, this would be like a fun thing for Iago not to have tail feathers for the rest it of the movie. It would be fun. It made uh, me think of uh, Aristocats when the Uncle Duck has no tail feathers. Yes. Yeah, it's like that. It's kind of like a, just a little uh, featherless nub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so the Aladdin sneaks in. The 40 thieves are there. Um, he, The King of Thieves at this point has taken off his hat, and Aladdin can get a better look at him. And somebody calls He's him... Hot. He, okay, yeah, big big point in this movie. Uh, Aladdin's dad? Kind of hot, kind of uh-huh. snack. And that's one of the movie's, like, lasting legacies, in a way. Like, I, there's more stuff written on this than there is Return of Jafar. And most, like, there's a Mashable article, and the Mashable article is like, yeah, Aladdin's dad? Kind of hot. Kind of hot. Hotter than Aladdin. A, a bit. He's voiced by um, John Reese davies um, mm-hmm. Do you know who that is off the top of your head? Or should I? Um, he he's in a shit. He was in da, 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 cut all this, cut all this. No, just like think from the top of your head. Oh, he's in Lord uh, of the uh, Rings. Huh? And he? Do you know who? Uh, I do not. It's Gimli, the dwarf. Oh. More recently, the Brian King and Aquaman. Uh. Oh. The Brian King. Another great. I love the Brian uh, King. Uh, can, we, can we have an Aquaman episode? Uh, Patreon bonus only. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, he takes off his hat. Aladdin's like, okay, and then somebody calls him Kasim, and he's like, oh, it's my dad's name. Yeah, uh, and my then, hot dad. Well, he doesn't say that. 
<laughs> He's thinking it. We're not we're not getting into like a Oedipedal Electra complex here. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, fine. Uh, but he Aladdin's game plan isn't very good because he just kind of jumps up from behind the rocks and says, "Give me my dad back." <laughs> yeah, he he. It's it's not great because he still thinks he. I mean, it's kind of dumb. He still thinks he's, like, kidnapped by the... Yeah, this the, is, the movie feet. isn't too, like, tight-knit at certain parts, and this is part of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, Kasim... And then Kasim's like, who is this child? And in a classic reverse twist of the Star Wars uh, standard, he says, you are my father. Yes, he does. And um, he, Kasim goes, at first is, like, pretty chill. He's like, oh... I got a kid. <laughs> um, and then his his uh, henchman, his name was Saluk, right? Yeah, Saluk is like, we got to kill him. Yeah, we got to get these people out of here. They know too much. You know, you know, it, that's like the secret of the 40 thieves. If you catch him in the in the den, then you got to kill him. Um, Kasim for a second is like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's like, kill my son. Um, and is understandably upset. <laughs> and then Kasim does this he does a classic you know not not telling people what he's thinking he's like hmm well actually the other thing <laughs> well you know ah, I won't say it I won't say it and everyone's like Kasim come on say it <laughs> <laughs> we know you're a messy bitch who lives for the drama but <laughs> come on just spill it uh-huh and he's like, well, there is like the duel of the team. Do, do you remember what it's called? It's like the, just, the duel. He just says the challenge. That's right. The challenge. There's the challenge. And everybody goes like, oh, yeah, the challenge. And Aladdin's like, what, what's the challenge? And then they cut away to the challenge. And Kasim's like, all right, you ready? And he's like, what am I doing? He's like, you got to kill him. <laughs> you got to kill got, this guy. <laughs> you got to just kill him. And. Aladdin's like, well, what? Why did you choose this? And he was like, if you're my son, you can do it. Uh-huh. And he tosses him the dagger. Um, and he's fighting Saluk with his Wolverine claws. I gotta say, Saluk does not look great a lot of oh, times. He's, he's gray. He's literally he's gray, gray. And he just, uh, sometimes they animate his head weird. And it just, he, yeah, it looks really good. He doesn't derpy. have any hair, so it's hard to hide under anything. Yeah. You know, the head shape. The, Claw doesn't help because it's just it's a weird, weird weapon to use. So like he's always like lunging, uh huh, kind of clawing. It's like Catwoman, Catwoman or Wolverine, but not as effective. Um, because yeah. it is what are those? It's like bronze knuckles, except he's not punching anything. He's just got claws attached to them. You know? Yeah. So they start fighting. It's but okay. Um, the challenge is they went for some things here, like the yes, lighting. Yes, they did. There's yes. some dramatic-ass shit happening in the they, challenge. They do some of my Holy favorite cow. things that I've mentioned before that uh, classic Disney would do, where you're just like, you just completely make it one color. And mm -hmm. like they, it's like all these reds and blues, and it or mm -hmm. not even lots of them. It's just it's, one shade of red, yeah. one shade of blue. Just it's like, yep, like background red, Aladdin and Saluk blue. There's lightning happening, and I think the lighting change is happening with the lightning, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's very dramatic it very much feels it's almost i don't know it's like the colors are similar to like suspiria like it's that dramatic like yes. the original yes and, um, it, and like when that part happened i was like oh i was like this is 
Is this gonna be? Is this gonna slap? Is this gonna honk? Yeah, they're getting a little fancy here. With, they're getting a bit fancy with the colors. Um, I just dropped a pen. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> it's and it's it's kind of a thing too where it doesn't immediately grow go great for Aladdin. It's it also reminded me a bit of the um the waterfall challenge from Black Panther. Yes, it's, it's, it's really similar. Kind of like they're fighting on a cliff, uh, and the cliff is used to their benefit. And it's to the death, but yeah, it's it's good. It's great yeah. stuff. Um, so, so Luke thinks that he's going to get Aladdin. He throws him mm -hmm. off the cliff. Aladdin sticks the dagger that his father gave him mm -hmm. into the wall. It's a, it's a visual representation of how the father actually always was there, supporting. I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. It's just he <laughs> sticks the dagger in the wall. Uh -huh. And, it's, um, and it looks like he's about to be beat, but then we remember that Aladdin is a skilled acrobat and is yeah. able to use the dagger as a pole and uh, jumps over Salim and kicks him off. Or Salute, yes. sorry. Um, yes. And he wins. And he kind of like comes up over the cliff and it's like, oh, who's going to come up over the cliff? And it's Aladdin. And, yeah. is, and they all they all are like staring at him. They they uh -huh. they get happy. They sing, they sing their they song. Like, they sing what I think this is this is my favorite song, 40 Thieves. This started playing, and immediately I was like, yes, this is a song I remember the most from the movie. Uh, it's catchy. It's fun. And they reveal, and through the song, they reveal that Aladdin is now a member of the 40 Thieves. I like the song. It's it's not my favorite, though. It's not my favorite. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta say gotta... it. I gotta All be right, the that's contrarian. Fine. That's fine. It's still it's a great still fun, fucking song. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, you know, they're just kind of celebrating and having fun. Aladdin's kind of like, oh shit, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. Because they're the lyrics they're singing is basically like, now that you're in, you can't get out. Um... Uh -huh. And they, they, yeah, again, there are some things here they mention that they don't come back to later on. Yeah, I on. thought they'd get into that. Yeah. Because pretty much right after the song, Aladdin's like, come with me to my wedding. I thought his dad would be like, well, you can't. Like, you're in the Thebes now. <laughs> yeah, you know, some tension maybe. Be, yeah, but that, yeah, it's, that never happens. Or like, even when, forward, like, spoiler alert, uh, further on in the movie, there's kind of like a betrayal that's revealed. And even then, it's not used to the detriment of Aladdin, which is interesting. I guess in a, in a stronger movie, it would have, but yeah. Hour and a half sequel, so, so we don't have time for that. Immediately after they show him push Saluk, I why do I keep I keep questioning it because I don't. What is it again? So it's it's hard. It's it's you're questioning it because they don't really say his name in the movie. And when they do, they kind of say like Saluk. <laughs> He's not yeah. really named in the movie, but it is Saluk. Um, Saluk. And yeah, okay. immediately after Forty Thieves we cut to Saluk wrestling a shark. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> if I was a little kid watching this movie, I'd be like, oh, oh man, yeah. he just killed a shark. This man just killed a shark. Yeah, and he kind of crawls to shore, and you know, like, uh-oh, he's not dead. Um, and then we cut, cut to, to Genie Jasmine. and Jasmine. And we get some Genie Jasmine moments, which is nice. We mentioned that in the last episode, that we kind of wanted some Genie Jasmine hijinks. And we get and it. And she's a little sad because she's like aladdin like you said aladdin should be back by now and genie's it's like a bit unrealistic i have to say yeah <laughs> it's been like two hours <laughs> yeah genie's trying to cheer her up uh -huh. we get more disney references um he puts her in a cinderella outfit and then a snow white outfit um mm. and fun fact i think jasmine's the only disney princess uh who was like officially in different media that she's been in like by disney 
to have worn different outfits from different Disney princesses because she wears these two. Um, and then there's an episode of the Aladdin TV show where she is dressed as uh, Ariel for like a hot second. Yeah, so it's, it's, she's it's got odd. Three, yeah. And then he he like physically puts her in those clothes. And then uh, there's I, I I remember it 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 has like the great thing where like there's a pumpkin. You're like oh that kind of looks like a Cinderella pumpkin. And then it turns into a carriage. And you're like that's a Cinderella carriage. And then yeah. she is in Cinderella's dress. Uh, and then after that, Jeannie puts like an X it's kind of like an x-ray gag over her but she's wearing Minnie Mouse's outfit and then Jessica Rabbit's outfit too yeah and, like uh, four things in like two seconds or two minutes or like a minute she like says something like Jeannie like what these aren't my clothes and then it yeah. cuts to him like <laughs> it's like well we've done the research and uh marketing says that some corporate synergy would be good for our brand yeah it's great <laughs> I love that Disney was like, yeah, well, we'll let you say that, you know? Yeah. So, like, Disney kind of having fun, and it wouldn't, and that's very, not to get into the Disney princesses right now, this is before the start of the official Disney princess, like, franchise line, that doesn't come till 2003, I think, but once that happens, um, there's kind of a rule within that line that the Disney princesses cannot, like, look at each other, um, Roy Disney had this thing where he was like, well, I don't really want to market all the Disney princesses from all these different movies together. But if you must, they can't look at each other. So if you look at Disney princess merch, they're all kind of like looking off in different directions because they're not uh, supposed to acknowledge their existence. That's weird. And that's, that's why in um, Ralph Breaks the Internet, the princesses all hanging out together was kind of major, like extremely major because they were actually acknowledging their presence and, you know, interacting with each other. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, I think I can understand where that's coming from because you don't want to, like, I guess, dilute the brand. But then they kind of turned the princesses into their own brand of Disney where it's like, it's like, which princess do you like the most? And they make those jokes Mm -hmm. and Ralph breaks the Internet. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the whole like, oh, my Disney scene, which is Disney's BuzzFeed. Yeah, uh, which is not great. But anyways, that's some Disney princess lore for you. (laughs) Um, There's one more Disney princess reference later on in the movie. Um, what what happens after that? <laughs> um, Where do we go from here? Aladdin she doesn't sing the... a song. I was upset. <laughs> um, you're outraged. You're gonna give it three range. stars, but that dropped it down to the two point five. Yeah, this is what this is what dropped me down to the two and a half. <laughs> um, I think right after this, you get Aladdin and his dad like kind of chatting. Oh, yeah, they're, they're bonding. And uh, the dad makes a comment of like, "You don't know what it feels like to be called a street rat," and I was like. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And she says like that and like or like what he says like right before that he says like you don't know what it's like to be out in your own and a street rat and it's like almost it's too on the nose you know yeah and Aladdin yeah. doesn't and... even get to say like yeah I do because you left me yeah and the, <laughs> if, if the scene is kind of setting up or uh explaining what happened with the father and essentially it's uh-huh. like why he left yeah he didn't have enough money it's like that classic mm-hmm. like dad goes off to get a job to get enough money for his wife and kids but then he just mm-hmm. never is able to come back yeah and the job he, is stealing he, <laughs> yep. he hears a rumor that um his wife is dead so he's like well i guess there's no point even though still kids. <laughs> um and this is also the scene where we set up the macguffin of the movie which is the hand of midas um which is this, like say much- it here do yeah this is so he he like takes him off to like a back room of the 40 thieves lair and he's like not even the thieves know about this place 
Oh, um, that's right. They do say it. Kind of full of like random junk, and he pulls out this uh, this scroll, which has this golden hand on a turtle, which is a nice. I really like that bit of foreshadowing. Um, and he says, you know, the hand of Midas, and Aladdin's like, that's not real. And then the Forty Thieves' uh, hideaway is kind of in a cave, and he kind of points, or a water cave, and he points to this mm. ship that is shipwrecked at the bottom of the cave, and it's solid gold, and he's like, that's evidence <laughs> that it's real. Yeah. So basically, if you don't know, the Hand of Midas, uh, at least in, it turns anything to gold. It's based on King Midas from Greek mythology, who could turn anything to gold. Uh, yeah. Is this in the story? They never yeah. explain the King Midas myth in the movie. You know, I think it's just supposed to like you know, you're like, all right, Midas, the gold guy, you know? No, in um the Forty Thieves, like original thing that it is based on, is this in it? No, 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 no. They're just thieves. Forty Thieves okay. quickly turns into like, you know, the open sesame thing happens and then this guy sees him doing it and he sneaks in and like takes some stuff and then his brother also finds out and he gets killed and it turns into like a whole revenge thing, kind of. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're kind of done with like 40 Thieves comparisons, pretty much. Uh, Besides like the name, Open Sesame was like the last one. So then they get um, Aladdin and his dad heading back to Agrabah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He convinces his dad to come back. Um, He lets him know that the Oracle also worked because that's how he found him, which is important. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and and yes, they go back to Agrabah. In the meanwhile, Kasim tells the guards that he knows where the 40 Thieves hideout is. And how to get mm-hmm. into it. Uh, so the guards are also doing that. But Aladdin and Kasim go back to Agrabah. There's uh, <laughs> this is where the last Disney princess comes in. A reference comes in, um, and you know Kasim is understandably nervous about you know kind of walking around Agrabah since he he is the king of thieves. Yes, and uh-huh. he comes up and I wrote this down because right when he meets this genie, he's like, "Did you use all three of your wishes?" Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which is and great then, and a little <laughs> um, Genie's like telling Aladdin he's like we we got it all set up we have so much mm-hmm. security the king of these isn't getting in here and then Aladdin's mm-hmm. like well my dad is uh like this is the king of these and then Genie, Genie freaks, freaks out, out. <laughs> he, he turns into Ed 209 from Robocop is that what that is okay Yes, and yeah. like I was like, okay, kind of an yeah. odd reference, You're... that scene where a man gets brutally murdered for Aladdin. Yeah. There's like a too long reference of Aladdin, or sorry, Genie freaking out and turning into all these different kind of like security guards. Uh, this is where, so he, there's a, there's a small segment of him uh, dressed as like GIs jumping out of a helicopter, and the first one goes Geronimo, the second one goes Arapaho, which rhymes and is a you know, it's Geronimo was the gen- the general. Uh, Arapaho is a tribe, and then mm-hmm. he comes out dressed as Pocahontas and says, yeah. "Pocahontas, um, you know, Native American." Oh, yeah, that's uh, you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. And yeah, no, yeah. So there's this giant freak out until Aladdin finally manages to get in a word and say, "This is my dad." And then Genie's like, well, I got one question for you. Mm-hmm. Will you be having the salmon or the chicken? And then, you know. Space, sea base. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass? That's how bass guitarists felt. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're serving bass guitar at this wedding? <laughs> it's a delicacy. No, see, yeah, it's like, well, you have the salmon or the sea bass. 
Uh, and which is like a running joke that was like referenced earlier in the movie. It's good. And then there's another song, uh, Father and Son, and he talks about all the fun things they'll get to do is, you know, father and son. Mm-hmm. Hey, they, uh, Genie's, it's, he's doing a bit of his, uh, his, um, his, uh, why am I blanking on the, one of the best songs in Aladdin? Um, ain't never like had me? a friend like me. He's doing like kind of that type of thing, like taking mm-hmm. him through all these different, genie magic yeah yeah they're like playing football hanging around the couch there's a einstein Uh, uh, let me just run down on the jokes i noted there's a glad you did there's an einstein joke there's a godfather reference there's a brady bunch reference um i think that was the major ones that i got yeah that sounds about right Shit. Oh, yeah. And so then, you know, Genie gives uh, the King of Thieves an outfit that makes him not look like the King of Thieves. Uh, he introduces, or Aladdin introduces him to the Sultan and Jasmine, and they're ready for the wedding, part two. You get Genie. Oh, this is when Genie makes another joke. He makes an out of movie experience joke. Oh, no, no, no. That's, there... that's, that's like a hot second later. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. So. Also, so the 40 Thieves have been captured. Uh, so Luke realizes that Kasim isn't with them and or and Aladdin aren't there. And he goes, what the hell? And the guards go, well, why would they be there? And he's like, well, he is Aladdin's father. Uh, and we cut to the wedding pavilion. Everybody's waiting for Kasim, who has not shown up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, Aladdin's freaking out. Genie turns into Pumbaa and says, Akuna Matata. Yes. <laughs> and then and he, says... He's... I'm having an out of movie experience. Just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe Disney was like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, And then Kasim is immediately brought in in chains. Uh, Or he's caught in the treasure room looking for the Oracle staff again uh, with Iago, who has like joined him in his thievery because Iago, you know, he got redeemed last movie, but he's still, he's still a bad bird. Yeah, he still wants, he just wants that treasure. He wants to have fun. <laughs> you know, birds just want to have fun. Uh, yep. <laughs> so he's caught with Kasim trying to, uh, you know, he hears about ultimate treasure in the hand of Midas, and he's really into that. So he's with Kasim. They get brought in, and it's embarrassing. And uh, Aladdin, in a kind of, it's like another thing. Aladdin, uh, there's like a thing in this and Return of Jafar of Aladdin not telling the truth. And yeah. when he introduces Kasim to Jasmine and Sultan, he doesn't say, you know, my father is the king of thieves, which is somewhat understandable. Yeah. You know, more understandable still... <laughs> than hiding a bird. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Definitely more that. But just another thing of like Aladdin lies and his lies bite him in the ass later on in the movie. Yeah, it's a That's bit like... of repeating re- behavior here, Jasmine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always a draft. It's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You did this to redeem yourself. But I, I can't help but wonder, like, if there was a fourth movie, you know yeah. uh but yeah you know it's, he's exposed he's a king of thieves um the wedding does not happen again and mm. uh they take him down take him and iago sultan's pissed again <laughs> he's like this bird <laughs> this bird <laughs> this bird <laughs> um so they take them both down to the dungeon mm-hmm. um aladdin's and... also mad this is like kind of the angstiest he ever gets in the series in a way yeah, because he, well, I mean, rightfully so. He's like, I thought I had a dad finally. Yeah, because, you know, he kind of blames it. It's just like, oh, my dad didn't really want to see my wedding. He just came to get the staff. Yeah. Doesn't look great. Uh, and then I don't quite understand. 
he's mad at his dad, but then he decides he has to go break him out of prison. Yeah, dressed as the King of Thieves, so, right, so no one recognizes him. Himself. Yeah, and he does that. Um, he tells his dad to get out of there, and his dad's like, come with me, and he's like, no, I don't want you, you're trash. They cut to Saluk going back to the hideout, and there's only seven thieves left for some reason. Uh-huh. They didn't it's get much captured. much more manageable. I may remember <laughs> that earlier. During the wedding thing, I was like, there's not really, there's like, are there 40 of these guys? There's more like, I don't know, seven? <laughs> yeah, and then... <laughs> They, the seven that are most recognizable from that earlier sequence are mm-hmm. now here. And Saluk, Saluk comes in, and I gotta say, Saluk's song kind of slaps. I kind of. Is it your re- favorite? This isn't my favorite, but I, I definitely like this song quite a bit. Okay, yeah, it's Are You In or Out? Um, because yes. he, Saluk tells the remaining thieves that Kasim was the one who actually betrayed them. And they're like, oh, that doesn't seem right. And he sings the song. And they're like, well, yeah, you make a convincing argument through song. Because yeah, this is kind of setting up that Kasim was like Robin Hoodie, like, well, we steal, but we never hurt the innocent. And Kasim, mm-hmm. or uh, not Kasim, Saluk is always like, why like let's just steal let's just be fully evil she has a little like speech about the good old days when they would just like pillage villages without any consequences yeah Um. and i think i think it kind of works that is so obsessed with the hand of midas and he's just stealing now to get to the point where he can get that hand and i think Mm -hmm. he was just trying to get the thieves like come on if we just get that then we never have to like hurt anybody you know Like, he just cares about the money. Absolutely. Um, I agree. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he does that. It's a good song. And they kind of resolve to... And he knows where Kasim is. Well, actually, no. Scratch that. That's not what's happened. Aladdin breaks him back. out. Yeah, well, Aladdin breaks him out. Um, there's some wacky guards hijinks, because we need that in every Aladdin movie. Um, mm-hmm. Except this time, the guards actually get him. Razul, the lead guard manages to pin him down and he rips off his hat and he's not the king of thieves but he's aladdin which is oh um not great for aladdin they manage to escape agrabah nonetheless with iago uh and they kind of make it out past the city and kasim says come on come with me your life there is over now and aladdin says no he's like i'm not gonna do like you did i'm gonna go back run away yeah i'm not gonna run away from my problems it's a very it's pretty powerful you know, like, it's a pretty good moment. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, it's a little weird that Aladdin's throwing it in his dad's face like that, because I don't know if it completely is the same situation, Aladdin, but yeah, I guess I guess his dad <laughs> did pretty much run away from his problems, because he, he could have came back when he heard the wife died. He could have right, raised his son. Aladdin. Yeah, it's it's not one-to-one, but it is, I mean, even, I made a note, like, even Iago is, um like, he doesn't say anything. Like, usually he'd be, like, a kind of, like, a witty thing to say you know but it cuts to him and he's just kind of like damn aladdin (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, and and so kasim and iago go back to the den and aladdin goes back to agrabah to face the consequences which is character growth you know yeah it's great it's just like the emotional work that this movie does that jorshana jafar doesn't do yes that makes the movie the better for it right and then this is when we come back to kasim returning to the uh den but yeah, the Den of Thieves, which is a 2017 movie, right? That stars. Uh... <laughs> yeah, this is actually a reference to that. This is actually a prequel. <laughs> oh, of course, but yeah, no, he cuts. They, he gets back here, and he just expects them to welcome him back with open arms. 
he didn't know all the hygiene. He didn't know all the plotting that Saluk was doing in the meantime. And they do not open him back with welcome arms. Yeah. And they capture him. They take them. He I think ta- they open him back with welcome arms. Yes, he did. But I was just oh. going to ignore it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey, um, I'm not cutting it. Okay, I'll that's great. The... That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. No, don't cut that. I recognized it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just cutting this like weird silence we're having right now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, now I'm not cutting anything. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine too. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, he has the staff with him um, and they chain him to a ship chain him tie him to a ship and iago iago's still here (laughs) yeah and uh kasim's yelling at him like hey bird like get out of here like you can fly like we need come on hurry up hurry up yeah iago becomes a very important character in the sense that he can fly like he's very useful for comes was return of jafar he was the main character (laughs) i meant like yeah he is like that's his the fact that he's a bird is very helpful yeah I just was making a joke because. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we know he's <laughs> our, you know, like tier of Aladdin characters goes Aladdin, Genie, uh, Iago, and then Jasmine. Oh. I'd say from movies. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of like importance, um, yeah. So they, you know, they ask the Oracle, "Where is the hidden?" Tr- oh, the whole thing with the Hanabitis is we forget to add is that it's on a moving island, right? So it's really hard to track down, and that's why you need the Oracle to find it. You cut back to the Sultan and Aladdin and Jasmine. Mm-hmm. They're having a discussion about what has mm-hmm. taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, Aladdin uh, broke out a major uh, criminal from jail. Yep. Um, <laughs> he lied to them for a third time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but, again, this is, like, one of the things we're like, right, this is a direct-to-video sequel. Because he says this, and he's sad, and the Sultan is upset, and then Jasmine just kind of goes, well, he did it for his father. I would do the same thing for my father. And then Sultan has a moment where he forgets that he's Jasmine's dad. (laughs) It doesn't make a ton of sense, and the Sultan's just kind of like, oh, well, I forgive you, because you did it out of love. Yeah, and he's like, you know, you take responsibility for your actions, so it's fine. Let's get married now. He's like, let's get this wedding going. Yeah, he's like, honestly, (laughs) I don't care anymore. Just please get married. And there's not even like a pretense of them like getting dressed for the wedding again, because Iago then immediately flies up and says like, your father's in trouble. They're going after the hand. And Aladdin's like, no, I'm not going to do anything. No, I'm not going to save him. Yeah. What, What convinces him to do it? I don't know. I think Jasmine says something like, he's your dad, you know, you've gone through all this trouble anyways. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, all right, fine. He's like, I guess. Uh, so then this time the whole gang is going. It's him, Jasmine, Jeannie, uh, Iago, and Abu. Go yep. and uh, follow. Luckily, the Oracle has marked the island with like a giant beam of light. <laughs> yeah. Um, that everyone can see, not just Kasim mm-hmm. and the thieves. Um. And the island appears. And surprise! It's always moving because it's on the back of a giant turtle. A giant turtle. And this at this point in the movie, I was like, all right, I guess I have to give this a heart. I got to give it a heart. There's a giant turtle. <laughs> giant turtle. It's great. This is one of my favorite parts from this when I was a kid. It's like yeah. a giant turtle that comes. Because Aladdin in general is very, you know, 
purposefully sandy and then mm -hmm. this whole sequence is there's a lot of water there and it's like it's not yeah. sandy colors at all it's greens and like whites and stuff like it's different color palette it's very uh yeah it's you know if acrobat is very like a yellow kind of like goldy dusty this is very i don't know kind of greek it's very white yeah and like it is very, greek. It's very lush um I guess maybe more Egyptian. It's more Egyptian on the inside, but that doesn't matter. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, it's it's. I just thought of this now. It's kind of reminiscent of the Cave of Wonders. You know, this kind of giant animal that is, you know, lives. Yeah, in that's true. A vast body of, you know, inanimate object, whether it be water or sand, <laughs> and that contains fabulous treasures. Yeah, and uh, this is yeah again. They just kind of they do away with the rest of the seven thieves pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Jasmine takes a few out. Carpet mm -hmm. takes a few out. Um, Aladdin and Kasim immediately go to find where the hand is. Yep. And it's this is also kind of like very stunning, like the scale of everything. Yeah, it 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 has quite a scale to it that like even the first Aladdin doesn't have like the scale because it you know it doesn't really need it. The most you get with mm -hmm. that's like the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, it's definitely a good to have in the third act here, because especially mm -hmm. after Return of Jafar, it just feels so slight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is very like it's there's like yeah, it's big, like it's monumental. They enter this giant like cavernous room uh, with these giant statues and this floating hand in the middle, upon which there is a statue holding the hand of Midas. And then, so oh, right, and then the. Yeah, the turtles, and then, you know, the stakes are raised again. Uh, this is this giant room. And uh, Jeannie, in an effort to kind of throw off the thieves, has been uh, messing around with the turtle. Yes. So the turtle starts diving back into the ocean. So there's rising water under, uh, like, scoring under all of this, you know? Yeah, so Kasim uh, and, <clears throat> sorry, Kasim and Aladdin have to uh, start climbing up pretty quickly here using those parkour skills, those mm -hmm. acrobatics. Like father, like son. Uh, they get to it. They, you know, they make a very plain, don't touch it because you'll turn to gold. And they test it at first. Kasim tries it on his cape and it is, it turns it to gold. Yep. <laughs> and then... Is then who should arrive? But... So Luke. Yeah, so Luke comes in. He's like, give me the hand. <laughs> Yeah, and they honestly deal with them pretty quick, don't they? Cause... Yeah, it's like readily done away with. They're like, all right, and they toss in the hand. And um, he grabs it. It's like, didn't you guys? Well, I guess they didn't know about it, huh? Well, he didn't he... know. He's just a dummy. Yeah, so he just grabs it and huh? he's like, yes, it's he, mine. Yeah. He grabs it by the hand side. There's like a handle side that you can touch that won't turn you to gold and the hand side that will turn you to gold. And he grabs the hand side and turns to gold. Yeah. It's a yeah. very like Indiana Jones villain kind of, you know, death. Hmm. Definitely. Like too greedy for power and is it kind of turns on them. Yes, yes. And then uh, Yep. So that's that's done. They do that. <laughs> Aladdin gets it again. He kind of safely wraps it up in a piece of cloth so they don't have to touch it. Yeah. And then... Um the water's rising still and they got it they got it go. Yeah, they they're getting out of there. Kasim makes a joke where he's like, oh, it'd be a lot easier if I got rid of this. And he takes his cape off. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad they acknowledge that gold is heavy. <laughs> yeah. And just in this moment here, we're, we're at the end of the movie, listeners. And I think you will not be surprised to learn that Kasim survived. Yeah. 
I almost feel like there's a version of this movie where Cassine dies, and that's where it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, what you know, he forget, you know, so he doesn't manage to take the cape off, and that's kind of what does him in. Yeah, at some point, they at some point, definitely... in a giant set piece of the turtle, you know, diving, that he does something to save Aladdin, and that involves sacrificing himself. Yes, that could definitely have worked here. But it's a kids' movie, so yeah, <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> They escape pretty easily. Um, they kind of climb to the top of one of the towers of this fantastical palace on the top of the turtle. Um, they meet, mm-hmm. they have a, this is kind of like the emotional climax of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, because this is where they're kind of standing there, you know, it's sinking. They go, good job, we found the treasure. And then uh, Kasim goes, you know what? This isn't the real ultimate treasure. You're real the treasure it's the sons we made along the way. <laughs> and he goes, you're my ultimate treasure. And then he throws the hand into the distance. Just and it lands into the boat of the remaining thieves. And they're like, oh my gosh, yep. it's just here. And then it turns mm-hmm. the boat to gold. And, and gold is heavy. It instantly starts sinking. Uh-huh. That's the end of the seven thieves. Yep. And yeah. then they're um, kind of flying away on the carpet mm-hmm. um and they're like where's genie and then genie again with these disney references that no one else oh. gets yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he this comes like out yep a steamboat willy steamboat willy kind of pulling along the turtle or like checking along and it's so creepy because he has this little genie beard and genie mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. on He's steamboat willy uh-huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep. It creeped me out. It genuinely creeped me out. Um, oh, there's also a little reference that we missed earlier. But yeah, that, the Steamboat Willie is like the last concrete Disney one. Hey, um, I'll say, I wrote the Pluto reference. You mm-hmm. just, you barreled through it. I didn't have time to say it, and I wasn't going to stop sorry. you. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Please I just me next time. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> oh, no, no, if, if I missed something, please be like, no, stop. You missed something. Well, I don't know if every Disney reference is major enough, but I will. I will. Every I, I I made a note of every Disney reference. I try to at least. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They fly back to Agrabah, and this is finally the end. Yeah. I just I wrote three notes: marriage, kiss, <laughs> Raja. <laughs> I also mentioned Raja. Raja has been absent this entire movie. Yeah. Until now, he comes in carrying Jasmine's train. Right? Is that what it is? Uh, like yeah. The flowers or something? He's like the flower tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So this time they're getting married. Uh, they finally do it. <laughs> no one interrupts them. Yeah, no. Uh, it's actually breaking the the rule of threes because they this is their fourth time trying to yeah, get married. Rule of four. I guess the one with Iago, the one that Iago kind of interrupts, is yeah, that could maybe be ignored, but yeah, it's really four, isn't it? Yeah. They finally kiss after um, a whole movie and a TV series and another movie of people interrupting them. <laughs> and Cassine's um, um, there. He watches from the shadows because he's still an outlaw. Yes. Uh-huh. And Iago comes up to him and is like, hey, you're showing your face? He's like, it's worth it to see my son. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's like, you know, I have to go now. There's other things to do, other treasures to find. Feels like it's setting up like a Kasim. It does. It's like a little series. like, oh, what happens to him next? You know? 
Like, yeah, let's talk with your dad this time. Iago goes with him because he's like, ah, it's all mushy stuff in the palace. I want to have fun. Yeah, Iago gets his own happy ending in a way because he, you know, goes off to live with this treasure hunter. Yeah, which is what the bird wanted the whole time. <laughs> Iago finally got the happy ending he deserved. So then we get a reprise of Arabian Nights from the first movie mm-hmm. with the merchant from the first movie. Yes. Again, voiced by Robin Williams. Huh? Because there's the idea that he is genie in a way. Yes. But yeah, I, I really like the end of Arabian Nights as a closer, you know? Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a good way to tie it all up because you kind of at this point, like especially what we're doing, like you're not thinking about the merchant from the first movie. Mm-mm. So when he comes back, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the movie. Yeah, the first movie opens with the merchant and Arabian Nights and it the franchise, in a sense, ends with the merchant and Arabian yeah. Nights. Yeah. And so Kasim rides off into the desert looking hot as mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. Um. Aladdin, and then, Jasmine, kiss Iago. Okay, I wrote this down in quotation marks. I'm not sure if it's a real quote, but I wrote Iago is saying, "You're a good guy, Kasim, but not too good." Yeah, I think he says that. He does say right, that. Right. I didn't just make that up. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is good. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just back to Iago. Iago's really grown in my estimation since la- since last week. Yeah, he's good in this movie. Um, he finds like a nice groove between a bad bird and a good bird. You know. Like he doesn't want to be evil like Jafar anymore but he doesn't want he doesn't want to be good completely maybe a little bad <laughs> he's an anti-hero <laughs> yeah he, he's Deadpool he knows he's in the movie oh, no, actually that's Genie, Genie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> is Deadpool just the offspring of Genie and Iago yes. you know a little bad hey. aware yeah. of that he's you know in a movie yes yeah and then um we get credits that's it. Credits, and there's not, there's not. I stayed around for the entire credits this time. Uh, there's a little gag of Genie yeah. kind of being caught in the credits and then ending them, kind of like he does actually in the first Aladdin. Did yeah, you watch the whole time, credits for Aladdin? Original um, movie. I didn't watch the full ones for the first movie. No. It's like a gag at the end where he, you can kind of like see the production marks, or is that at the end of the? Let's say that at the end of the movie, like right before the credits or the end of the credits. But Genie like acknowledges that it's a movie and kind of like rolls up the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I also noted that there's the the little gag at the end of this movie with Genie. He's doing an aliens reference because he goes game over, man. Is that what that is? Okay. And he, if you watch the scene from Aliens, like it's like why are they choosing to reference this? Because like that scene. Bill Pullman's swearing so much, and they mm-hmm. just change it by going like, "We're not getting out of here, man." And the only recognizable part from the alien scene is "Game Over, Man." Right. Like, I haven't seen Alien, so that's yeah. I mean, it's it is kind of I guess summing up the movie. It is wild that they let not I guess they let, but they just keep in all the stuff that Robin Robin Williams, I presume, was just spitballing. You know? Yeah. It's weird, uh, especially like <laughs> RoboCop and Aliens. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I know kids really liked both of those back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like it, it definitely gives the movie like feeling of like kind of a bunch of dudes are making this because those are like <laughs> dude movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of dudes making this. You know, um, but is there, what, what do we need to talk about next? Any? I don't I guess we can just talk about like the sum it's a good like we said like it's two and a half and a heart I was between three and a heart for this like it's 
quality entertainment. I think there's a lot going on, but the story progresses in a way that it's, it feels like the next logical step of what Aladdin would go through after becoming a street rat and then um, yeah. becoming a prince, basically. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, he was a prince like, all along. He was really the prince of thieves all along, in a way. In a way. In a way. If I, if I had a kid, which mm-hmm. I hope I don't, um, if if I have an Aladdin out there that's listening and I'm the king of podcasts, um, <laughs> anyway, congrats. That makes if you I, the prince of podcasts. Um, if I, if, if I had a kid, I'd probably I, like, if they wanted to watch Return of Jafar, I'd be like, oh my gosh, not again. No, absolutely not. Yeah. But this movie, I'd be like, yeah, okay, we can. We can watch this one again. Yeah, if I ever had a kid or was like showing Aladdin to children, um, I might even go so far as to just show them Aladdin, and if they want more, skip Jafar and go straight to King of Thieves. You know, you don't need King of Thieves. You don't really need Sorry, Jafar. Jafar, no, it doesn't have any bearing on this movie. There's a small reference Genie makes at the very beginning, being like Jafar's gone, but it's very small, and it could work even yeah. if you didn't watch Return of Jafar. Yeah, and honestly, kids don't care. If you're no, they don't. <laughs> being 100% honest. Um, but yeah, this is you know, the the second one Disney does. It's successful, and I guess not as successful as Return of Jafar, which is kind of disappointing because it's a better movie. Um, yeah. It's, and it's, it's kind of interesting within the whole verve of Disney sequels as well, because we'll, we'll get into it more as we go on, as I've said for about three times this podcast or this episode. But um, the sequels kind of fall into a pattern of following different, you know, there's like, okay, this one will follow the kid. This one will follow, uh, this is a prequel or this is a midquel. And this one's kind of interesting in the sense that it's a true sequel, right? It happens after the end of the series. And then it right. follows, it still follows the main character, Um and his parent. There's not really another kind of parent movie until Little Mermaid begins, and that's kind of stretching it, considering that yeah. a parent movie. Oh, and Bambi too. Um, but this is like really the for a while the only one that kind of gets into like, hey, my parents remember that we didn't talk about them in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, um, it, I think that also helps it makes it makes it stand out from the rest of what they do, you know, in the next ten years. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I we mentioned what we didn't like about it throughout the episode. It, you know, for all of its good parts, it is still a Disney TV sequel. <laughs> There's some, you know, some things are glossed over. Um, Asmund's not there. <laughs> the Disney, is it Disney TV? Is or this oh, one? No, I'm sorry. I mean, it, I think it's also still produced by Disney TV. But I, sorry, I meant to say, um, direct to video sequel. My apologies. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, I don't want you stressing out afterwards. I know. Sam knows that, like, after I listened to last week's episode, I was like, oh, no, I made five million mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by five million, I mean three. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's um, between that ballpark. <laughs> oh, yeah, five million and three. Uh, you know, it's pretty close. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I would watch this again. Maybe not immediately, but, you know. Yeah. This probably won't that... i'll be honest no. <laughs> thank you for being honest sam um but this shows that yeah disney can make a decent sequel you know especially it, it, after it really far 
really does. Because Return of Jafar, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? Watching <laughs> you it. were I worried, was, huh? <laughs> I was a little like, why did I agree to this? Uh-huh. This, uh, this, I was like, oh, this is like fun. Like, this is, this is kind of good. I like this. Yeah. So what was your favorite song? Oh, my favorite song's the opening. It's a party okay, yeah. here in I mean, Agrabah. It's, right. it's one of the better opening songs of Disney sequels. Yeah, no, that sounds definitely my favorite. And then uh I then I think I go, Are you in or are you out? And okay. Welcome to the yeah. Forty Thieves. Just Welcome to the Forty Thieves is such a banger. <laughs> it's very yeah. fun. Yeah, I it is very fun and you get to see Kasim looking hot. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what really gave this movie the edge is Kasim looking hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, it's a good movie. It's it's interesting too. Um Aladdin's parents is something that they was kind of in the original draft for Aladdin itself. Um oh. there's a song called Proud of Your Boy that has become very popular. They put it back in for the uh stage musical. Oh. Um and it's Aladdin singing to his mom, basically saying, like, you know, I know I've been a street rat, but you'll be proud of me one day. Uh, Howard Ashton apparently wrote it because he had a similar kind of relationship with his mom. Um, it didn't make the original movie, obviously. They just, Aladdin's mom was there, but they cut her. Uh, so she's oh. just dead. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wait, I like, wait, like, they cut mm-hmm. her during production? Yeah. So, I mean, there's like, um, I can't remember what it's called, like a rough production still of proud of your boy of like kind of the rough sketches of what the scene would have looked like oh okay um yeah aladdin's mom was in the original movie but they cut her obviously <laughs> so she's not yeah. in the main movie you know he's like my mom's dead and she's still dead in this one um yeah. but they never mentioned her, his dad in the original movie um, interesting so I guess that's the avenue they decided to, I guess too, it's kind of, this is bad, but you know, if you think like, okay, mysterious, fun, adventuring parent, yeah. Yeah, especially in the nineties, you're going to go with dad as opposed to mom. As much yeah. as that sucks. Uh, a yeah, lot of his mom follows that... the tradition of dead moms. Yeah. As much as that should not be the case. It is. It was the nineties. We'll get some mom action later on in the sequels. It was cool seeing Jasmine, like, fight and stuff. I wasn't even yeah. expecting them to do anything with Jasmine, honestly. She does. She throws some punches, you know. She uh, she gets in on the action. Um, and from what I've read, too, I found this uh, Aladdin fan blog, and apparently... Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, it's fine. It was it was helpful. Um, but the wedding crowd, I think in either the first wedding or the final wedding, um, you can kind of see some of the characters from the TV show that like, so like they invite oh. their friends, like they're conscious of the TV show while, yeah, which is great. I think it's shows a lot of heart. Um, any final thoughts on Aladdin before we say goodbye to Agrabah for the like final time, I guess. Um, I not really. I just, that, genuinely liked the direction it went in you know for mm-hmm. a sequel because it it had the mythology of um it kind of branched out the mythology of like agraba and this whole place like a lot more and i i liked that on it like usually yeah. i'm not like like with return to jafar i was like this just like there's just nothing to this you know mm-hmm. there's no ideas king of thieves at least has ideas yeah, it introduces a lot of new stuff. It, yeah, like I said earlier, it expands on Aladdin's 
emotional kind of state in a way without him just being like, oh, geez, I got to hide this bird. Yeah. It <laughs> um, almost every character except Jasmine, as we've said, like something different to do, too. Yeah. It's not just more. It's a little different for the most mm -hmm. part. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and I, I think because, like I said before, because it is like the final thing, they're finally closing this book that they can end it on a very satisfying note. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the last we'll see of Agrabah till yeah. much later. Till we go through the entire TV show. Um, no, I'm <laughs> not. We're not doing that. That's a Patreon bonus. What are you talking about? Oh, I, yeah, our Patreon. It's um, uh, To be clear, is non-existent. We do not have a Patreon. Yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, maybe one day. We'll see. Probably not, but who knows? Uh, Probably not. Probably, <laughs> Probably not. Who knows? But who knows? Uh, we will come back to Acrobat Sam because Jasmine has her own. We get a Jasmine-centered story um, later on in like 2010. And uh, are you talking about Disney Princess Enchanted Tales? Uh huh. That's what it it's is. In 2007. 2007. Yep. Yeah. Her and Aurora uh, do not actually talk to each other, but they both have issues running their kingdoms. Because it's hard being a princess. It is but, hard being a princess. Um, we'll save that discussion for that episode. But this should we talk one. about what we're going to do next week? We should. This is exciting. We're moving on from Aladdin. Yeah, it's something completely different. Like 100%. Yeah, 100%. Different. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, do you want to say it? Yeah, I'll say it. We are doing Pooh's Grand Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin. Yep, and this is how we're going to get in our poo talk without covering all the poos. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of poo. <laughs> yeah. Disney, I think because of the nature of Winnie the Pooh and the franchise, they did a lot of poo. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's probably one of the better avenues for easy children's media because poo is just Absolutely. universally kind of loved yeah. by um, most there's children. There's a lot of different things you can do. Uh, yes. The Tigger movie is great. We're not covering it, um, but it is a great little movie. So is, I think, uh, Piglet's big move where Piglet kind of grows a spine oh. and learns to stand up for himself <laughs> Wait, i haven't uh, seen that one. Oh, it's yeah tigger movie is good though tigger, I think i've I seen saw tigger, tigger movie yeah i think tigger movie may have been like the second thing i saw in theaters wow mm -hmm. um, tarzan was the year before but yeah so this is the only poo we're covering because i think we both agreed that they're sequels but not really sequels um yes. however there is the chance that if we make it to late october that we will cover Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie. Um, you know. Yes. And that's kind of a broader note on the uh, the holiday specials, particularly uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. We are not planning on covering that now. However, if we make it to December, we'll yeah, consider we it. We might. Yeah. Uh, who knows where we'll be at that point? Who knows? But, you know, if you're looking, if you're looking at the list and you're going, what the hell, where is Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas? Uh, you know, we're saving it for the holidays. If you're looking at the list and you're going to yell at me about things <laughs> missed being not on there, just wait. We will mm -hmm. talk about it on the pod. Um, we have our reasons. It, yes, there's reasons. Like every time I show someone the list, they go, why is planes there? And every time I have to be like, just wait. <laughs> just wait. We'll get to it. <laughs> there's a reason. This is our pod. <laughs> It's a method to the madness. Uh huh. Absolutely. Uh. So yeah. Next week, Pooh's Grand Adventure. I think that's it. Are you? Are you ready to say? Yeah. Let's say it. Let's. Um. Thank you for joining us. Thank mm -hmm. you for 
waltzing this vaulting this <laughs> waltzing again for a second uh, week. <laughs> thank thank you for all the support thank um mm -hmm. follow us on twitter at vaulting the wall um mm -hmm. send us fan art yeah, that's pretty much it you know yeah. You know, um, social check media out and Pooh. Check out Pooh. Yes, it's honestly, I'm excited for this one as well. I remember liking this too as a kid. I, I don't think I've seen this one, but it's, I love Pooh. From I, I, this fairy, this was like a very dramatic movie for little Katie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a tease. So a we'll tease. leave, leave on that and mm -hmm. we'll see you all next week.